Hello, my name is Meg. Welcome to the Unedited Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. The goal of this podcast is to help you develop and enjoy the habit of daily Bible reading and prayer. About 20 years ago, at a very low spot in my life, I was convicted to begin this simple discipline, and I looked up years down the road to see how God had used this habit to help me establish a doctrinal belief system and simultaneously heal deep places in my heart, mind, and soul. And so over the years, it's really become my greatest passion to help others get to know Jesus through his word and through his presence. Through this podcast, I'm hoping to help you see the word of God with fresh eyes, to learn to slow down with your Bible, and ultimately to fall in love with your Bible. So thank you so much for joining me for this journey. I'm so glad to have you here. Today, I am going to talk about something that may seem slightly off topic from the habit of daily Bible reading and prayer, but I do believe it ties in, and that is scripture memorization. Memorizing scripture is literally a gift that you give to your future self. Kind of what prompted this is that our church over the last uh, five or so years has done a memory verse. So we have a memory verse every single week, and a lot of times it will just be a random verse that ties into a series or it will be just a particular verse that is on our pastor's heart. Um, But several times we've done memory challenges, and so a lot of people have joined in. We have memorized Colossians 3 corporately, Psalm 27, 1 Peter 3, and we just started something very fun that I'm super excited about. It's a students versus adults memory challenge, and we're memorizing Psalm 34. Go adults! Um, I'm cheering for the adults. Normally I cheer for students, but in this case, I'm on the adult team. So I better cheer for them. Anyways, we are memorizing one verse a week, and there's a prize at the end. It's just a lot of fun, and it gets people memorizing the Word of God. And so that's what prompted this episode. I just felt like that is something that I should share. And also just remind you again that memorizing Scripture is a gift to your future self. As I was preparing for this episode, I was reminded of a story that I had heard about um, Chinese Christians getting pages of the Word of God and memorizing them. And so I ran across this article, and I'm actually going to just share this entire article because it was so convicting to me. The title of the article is Chinese Christians Jailed for Faith Memorize the Bible Because Guards Can't Take Away What's Hidden in Their Heart. This is by Caleb Parkey on Fox News, June 17, 2019. An American pastor who went to China to train faith leaders experiencing Christian persecution quickly realized he had more to learn from them. Wayne Cordero, pastor of New Hope Christian Fellowship in Honolulu, Hawaii, shared about a recent trip to China with 22 Christian leaders in the communist country, 18 of whom had been imprisoned. He said they told him they smuggled Bible passages on small pieces of paper for others to memorize. Their meeting was underground. If we get caught, what will happen to me? The pastor asked the Chinese Christians who took a 13-hour train ride to attend the leadership meeting held in a 700-square-foot hotel room with no air conditioning. Well, you will get deported in 24 hours, and we will go to prison for three years, they responded. The 22 Chinese Christian leaders from the Hunan province, the mountainous area in southern China, oversaw 22 million people in total in the country with 1.3 billion people. In the beginning, short on Bibles, the Hawaii megachurch pastor asked them to turn to Second Peter, and he realized one of the women handed her Bible to another leader, but she managed to recite the entire book. 
During a break, he asked her about it. She said they have a lot of time in prison. Don't they confiscate the Bible, Cordero asked. They smuggle in pieces of paper with portions of scripture on them. That's why we memorize it as fast as we can, because even though they can take the paper away, they can't take away what's hidden in our heart, she shared with him. At the conclusion of the three-day study, Cordero asked them how he could pray for them. One man responded that he wanted to be free to worship. Could you pray one day that we could be just like you? But the Hawaii pastor said he would not do that. I will not pray that you become like us, but I will pray that we become just like you, he responded. Christine Kane, a Christian activist and evangelist, shared a similar story. Kane was invited to a gathering with 500 leaders of the Chinese underground church who asked her to turn them, to teach them how to lead young people, worried they were losing them to Western values. We don't understand anything about leadership. We don't understand about Western leadership methods. Could you help us? All we know how to do is pray. All we know how to do is believe God. That's how we had revival in China, and we're not allowed to carry the word of God. The only leadership training we give our people is we teach them how to witness to their executioner on their way to their execution. She froze and then asked them to lay hands on her and pray for her. I thought, what am I doing here, she said. You're asking me? No, you can all lay hands on me. You can lay hands on me and give me the kind of faith that says I'm going to witness to my executioner on my way to my execution. I want the kind of faith that causes Jesus to marvel. Wow, that article knocked my socks off. That is so incredible. I just want to read that line again. That lady said, That's why we memorize it as fast as we can, because even though they can take the paper away, they can't take away what's hidden in your heart. And that's why I would urge us to memorize the Word of God. Nobody can take away what is hidden in your heart. No one can take away what you intentionally choose to hide there and memorize there. And that article makes me want to memorize the Word of God. Some of the things that I have learned about memorized scripture from my own life personally and that I see in the Word of God is, number one, God will quicken memorized scripture to your mind in a moment where you have no wisdom for a situation. I will be talking to somebody and literally a scripture will just pop into my mind. I didn't even maybe know I had that scripture memorized, but it will come to my mind because there is a lot of the word of God hidden down in my heart and God cannot bring to our mind what has not been read and what has not been memorized. He can't quicken things that are not there. Number two, memorized scripture is a weapon in our arsenal for future battles with temptation. Jesus faced the battle of temptation in the wilderness just before ascending or entering his public ministry at 30 years old. And he had a 40-day battle with temptation with Satan himself in the wilderness. And Jesus won that battle by saying, it is written. He defeated the enemy. He defeated Satan and his grand temptations through the word of God. David wrote in the book of Psalms and said, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Sin is prevented by having the word of God in our heart. Not that you're never going to fail, that you're never going to sin if you have memorized scripture, because I guarantee that's not the case. 
but it does help us defeat temptation. It becomes a weapon in our arsenal. It will also bring conviction. And so God may quicken a verse to your mind when you're, when you're battling a right or wrong decision, and that word will convict you in that moment. Number three, memorize scripture will be a comfort to you in future trials. There are so many times that I have knelt down to pray and I have not had my own words for that prayer, but all I could do was call out the words of some psalm that I have hidden away. There's been a lot of times that I have prayed Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? And that psalm goes on and is so powerful. I would urge you to memorize Psalm 27. It has been such a blessing in my own life personally. But I have those psalms locked away in my heart and I can pray them when I don't have my own words to pray. I heard a quote from a lady named Carol Kent. She was speaking about a very, very severe trial that she walked through with her family. And she said this line, and I wrote it down in my phone in a note, and it has just stuck with me over the last number of years. And she said, it is the word of God you memorize before trials that will keep you through trials. And that is so, so true. Those memorized portions of scripture are such a gift when you walk through trials in life. I always see our hearts like a bank account. And only what you deposit in a bank account is accessible in the future. When people are saving for an emergency fund, they have no idea what kind of emergency they're going to be facing. They have absolutely no idea no idea what disasters they're signed up for. They don't know if it's going to be a flood, if it's going to be a fire, if it's going to be the car breaking down, if it's going to be a tree falling on the roof of a house, if it's going to be a typhoon or some sort of unpredicted illness where they're going to have to pay for insurance copays. They're just saving in an emergency fund for a future emergency. Someday there's probably going to some be some catastrophe that arises and they're going to need money to cover those catastrophic costs. And savers have something to draw from. Because they put money in an emergency fund, they have something. And the emergency is less catastrophic than it would have been had there been no money to cover those fees. It is the same exact thing with our hearts. Our hearts are like bank accounts, and whatever we hide there, it's an investment to be drawn on in the future. Memorized scripture is literally a spiritual emergency fund. We don't know, not one of us knows, what challenges, what trials, what tribulations we're signed up for in our future, but the word of God that we memorize now will be available to draw from in low seasons that will inevitably be ahead. And God knows what we're signed up for, and he gives us grace for whatever we have to face. But it is also that grace coupled with memorized scripture that will get us through those dark times. Today, I am going to share a journal entry of David. I'm going to share Psalm 34. This is the chapter that we are memorizing as a church, and it is so powerful. I just wanted to share it with you. It will be a great blessing in your day, and you may want to consider memorizing this chapter. It would be an amazing weapon, an amazing uh, investment in your future. So without further ado, here is Psalm 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. 
My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him, and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him, and delivereth them. O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. O fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Come, ye children, and hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is he that desireth life and loveth many days that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil, to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. He keepeth all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. The Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. What an incredible chapter. What an incredible piece of literature. There's so many things that could be highlighted in that chapter. One of my absolute favorite things about this chapter is what it says before the chapter even starts. And I don't have it in my notes, but just to sum it up, it says, this is a psalm of David when he changed his behavior before Abimelech and he sent him away. This is a time when David pretended to be insane so that he could get away from a king, another king, an enemy king. And David starts off in this low season of life saying, I will bless the Lord at all times. David didn't write that when he was sitting on a throne with a crown on his head. He wrote that in a low season and it is always possible to bless the Lord. And there's so many promises of deliverance in there, of crying out to God and God hearing. One of my other favorite things about this chapter is where it says, the Lord is nigh to them that are of a broken heart and saves such as be of a contrite spirit. Those words broken and contrite in Hebrew, and this is from memory, but I believe they're D-A-K-A and D-A-K-K-A. Double check me, I could be wrong. But one means broken to small pieces and one means crushed like a fine powder. God is close to us when we are in those broken seasons of life where we literally feel disintegrated down to a powder. He's close and he saves us if we will just be humble and repentant in those low, low, low times. There's so much there. It's so rich and deep and full of encouragement and would be a great chapter for you to memorize. Today, I want to challenge you to pick one verse and commit it to memory. Maybe you're up for memorizing a whole chapter 
Um, one thing that, would, that I would suggest if you decide that is to make a voice memo in your phone and you can listen to it when you're in your car. That's personally how I memorize. I know other people who do note cards when they memorize. There's memorization apps. Some people type it out every day. Some people write it out every day. You can look up a lot of memorization tips just Googling it. But again, I just want to challenge you to pick something to commit to memory, whether it's one line, one verse, or one chapter. It will be an investment in your future. It's like giving your future self a gift. So thank you so much for joining me today for this journey. I'm so glad to have you here. I look forward to meeting up with you again next Friday. If you have questions or if you'd like to download a typed or handwritten transcript of today's entry, you can visit MegUnedited.com. For now, go grab your journal, your Bible, and pick something to memorize. I look forward to the power of this habit in your life. This is Unedited. This is for you. Happy Friday.